He has his say. You can have yours. Text us or call us and join the conversation. This is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe, brought to you by WVU Medicine. Walking in the sunshine, sing a little sunshine song. Put a smile upon your face as if there's nothing wrong. Think about a good time had a long time ago. Think about forgetting about your worries and your woes. Walking in the sunshine, sing a little sunshine song. I don't think there's any sunshine outside, although it's supposed to be sunny today, maybe pushing 40, but not there, uh, but close to 40 today. We're not anywhere near it right now, though. 22, we've risen up a little bit at the airport. 22 at the airport. We've dropped down at the Highlands, 18 degrees at the Highlands, uh, 21 in my backyard in Elm Grove, and uh, 19 degrees here at the Watchdog Radio Network Studios. And uh, I don't know what it is in here. I hate to always complain, but my God, is it cold in here. Gee, many Christmas. I told Bryson to leave his parka. I came with a parka on. I, I wish I had a parka to wear. I, <laughs> I should put my sweater on. I didn't put my sweater on today. But, geez, it is just... Uh, it is uh, it is just cold. If you want to join us, 304-214-1400, 304-214-1600, the Frio Stack Auction Service text line, uh, or you can uh, call us, 304-232-8255. Uh, I had a message yesterday. Um, the last couple of days, we had a, a problem with the computer here in our studio. I recorded our radio show, but I couldn't post it up on our uh, podcast page or on the Apple podcast page. Um, and we actually did have a couple of good inter- interviews. In fact, I had a, a comment uh, uh, from one of our listeners. I do hope your January 3rd and 4th editions will go up on your uh, podcast page soon. They both contain important information. I, that was the Bob Heron interview, and I don't know what uh, Brian Weld, what do we do on Monday? Something else. Anyway, um, I, I have I'm not been able to get them up. Uh, I have. I will now be able to get them up later today. Today's shows are already posted on our podcast page. But uh, for those who were concerned, and I appreciate that, that apparently you actually listen to the podcast, uh, I will get those up and running uh, when I can. Uh, I, I guess this is true. It came from my friend Jerry Ames. Uh, this is kind of exciting. I think he says a wood-fired pizza, the wood-fired pizza place. Um, they do a good job. I go there. They have a truck, and they're around town quite a good bit. Uh, my my son and daughter, I love them. Uh, Jerry says that Wood Fired Pizza is putting a full restaurant in at Waterfront Hall. And the other news, pizza news, is Fabio's. I asked him the last time I was over there. They don't have a specific date, but they said uh, right around the beginning of the year, which was last week, uh, they're coming to, to downtown Wheeling. So I'm looking forward to that. I was going to ask you about that in a minute here. Uh, J- Jerry says uh, putting a this is uh, this is a Waterfront uh, Hall putting a huge uh, pizza oven in this week. Had to tear out a wall to move it into the building. I guess it's a big oven, so that's good. Uh, and then um, I, I'm looking forward to Fabio's being here in town. Um, I love Fabio's pizza. so Really, really good stuff there. And the other update from Jerry was uh, Willie's... A Jerry update. Wheeling Central Boys Basketball tonight at home, Clarksburg-Notre Dame, uh, 7 o'clock kickoff, or kickoff. No, they will not be kicking the ball. That'd be kind of fun, wouldn't it? Well, we can try. Hey, kick it in. Uh, the tip-off is set at 7, so we'll get on the air right before 7 o'clock. So if you plan on listening tonight, uh, it will not be 7.15. It'll be 7 o'clock. And then we have another game tomorrow, right? 
We do. Jerry's going to be really, really busy uh, traveling down to Pleasance County tomorrow, St. Mary's. Doing that fine, fine, wonderful job that he does. He's, uh, he's the best. The voice of the Wheeling Central Maroon Knights, Jerry Ames. I say it because it's true. <laughs> Let's get some crumbs there on your heart. But also because he brought food in. <laughs> brought food in this morning and that's uh, i always do like the food no question about it so let's yesterday we had um hot chocolate from desiree we did yes which, hit oh, the spot it was almost perfect i loved it It was so good uh today we got uh, well you brought donuts in started off with a donut and then uh and then jerry brought uh, a, a sausage, sausage and biscuit, biscuit. oh yes. the biscuit was one of those great biscuits so it's really good. Nobody brought you the chicken noodle soup. I thought somebody might bring a chicken That's noodle. all right. You know, I'm, I'm thinking Angel today. When we wrap up, I'll go oh, down and yeah. take my soup home with me, Howard. The best soup in town. It is the best. From uh, from the Hall of Fame Cafe. 913 here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Uh, Bob, we were talking about an hour ago about tomorrow is the third anniversary of, of J6, as they call it, January 6th. The, the insurrection, the attack on the Capitol. Uh, which I still don't understand how anybody can deny that it was an attack on the Capitol, but some people do. What is a little distressing to me is how some people treat this. There is a new board game coming out called Storming the Capitol. Uh, It is uh, being released tomorrow. Storming the Capitol, the True Anon edition, a new board game available for purchase um, this is so frustrating to me. I, I mean, I guess it's meant as a joke. I don't know. Here's what they say. Relive one of the funniest days in American history. How can you even in jest call that a funny day in American history? Relive one of the funniest days in American history. Storm the Capitol, the world's first board game based around the events of January 6, 2021. In this game, you will take control of one of the six patriots as you battle through the Capitol, taking ballots, holding hostages, and fighting off the police. It's the kind of game that you want to get for your kids, I guess, right? Again, whoever came up with that, they ought to be brought in before a judge and say, what What are you trying to do here? Are you trying to, to create another? Create another? Yes. It, 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 Seize that man or woman. Yes. <laughs> and I think the short answer is, yes, that's exactly what they're trying to do. That's exactly what they're trying to do, create another one. The goal is to take 100 ballots to where President Trump waits to take the players on a helicopter ride and change the 2020 election. Um, The game will have limited quantities. Thank God. The game is up for sale tomorrow. $65 if you want to buy it. It will ship by mid-January. And in the article I have here, I think it's the TV7 article, so... There is a link to purchase the game. I'm, I'm not purchasing the game, but Storm the Capitol, a new game by January 6th. I think the, the most disgusting part of this whole press release, I assume it's a press release, relive one of the funniest days in American history. I mean, you can, again, I, depending on your politics, I guess, on your perspective, you can call it, I think it's one of the darkest days in American history. I said it was the most embarrassing day in my lifetime, in but my 61 years. How can, but, and it, but I, I, I try to be understanding. Some people look at it differently. They think there really was a desire to, whatever. How can you call it funny? That's what I'm okay. So we're in the room. We, we've made up our mind. We're going to go forward with this. We're going to try to make some money, I guess, at $65 a pop. 
Who came? Who was the genius that said that opening line? Most fun? No. Who were who you marketing to there? Relive one of the funniest days in American history. No, I think they they really dropped the ball opening I mean, up with that. I just can't. Well, I hope you don't. You can, but you want to. You can could be a defiant day. You know, one of the most defiant yes, I, days in our history. Again, I think it's an insurrection and an attack on democracy, and I think it is treasonous. But I understand that some people look at it a little bit differently and some people feel it was necessary and blah, 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 blah. Uh, okay, you're wrong, but you're entitled to be wrong. But to call it a funny day? I don't think to anybody. Look at, to look at, I keep going back to the picture of the guy, the, the police officer with his head. He ain't be, smiling. Being cramped in the door, crushed in the door as he's screaming in pain. Ha, 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 ha. Come on. Yeah, they, they really screwed that up. Not yeah. funny at all. It's, there's nothing funny about it. Not, not from, oh, they thought it was funny, though, Bob, at the time. You know, that what's his name? QAnon shaman or whatever was the guy who wore the, had the horns and all that stuff. Is he know? still in jail, Howard? No, he's out. He's uh, doing, where did he, he was, he, he's making public appearances. Just saw him recently. I didn't see him, but I saw where he's making a public appearance recently. He thought it was funny. Oh, ho, 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 here I am in Pelosi's office. Ha ha ha! Why are you coming? I mean, why are you coming after me with handcuffs? If it wouldn't give you a stroke, we could maybe book somebody to come on and ask them how funny is this? It wasn't funny when you went before the judge. I mean, you 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 asked for mercy. Now you're laughing this up. I mean, it's just crazy. Part Absolutely me, nuts. Part of me, I've been actually wrestling with this, and I, I, I'm pretty sure I'm, I've wrestled myself out of it. <laughs> As I mentioned, Derek Evans, who was a an insurrectionist who pled guilty to it, who spent a bit of time in prison for it, who said he was so sorry, so sorry, Your Honor, I'm so sorry, I made a mistake, and who now is uh, running for Congress on the uh, ticket uh, basically saying uh, we should do it again. Um, I get, I'm on a fundraiser list for him somehow. And every time I get one of these, I keep thinking, do I want to invite him on? And then I think, as contentious as things were when I had Alex Mooney on, this would be so far beyond that. I, but I think we could get personal. I, I think there's answers there that I would like to hear. I, I would think our listeners would like to hear. You know, aren't you a little embarrassed by the not just the whole thing about how you had to go in front of the judge and, and, and beg for, for mercy, and now you're out, and now you're popping off here? I mean, I would just like to hear him say, well, what the game plan is, Howard. Hey, the game plan is he wants to get in Congress and do it again. Again, it isn't interesting, though. Derek Evans, an example. And there are others who are insurrectionists who are running for public office as well across the country. Here's Derek Evans, who is an admitted insurrectionist, who admitted to being involved in the attack on the Capitol, who admits now to an attack that sent members of Congress fleeing for their life, who now wants to be a member of Congress. And wouldn't you think they let him out a little early? Uh, well, listen, I remember the incident. Brad covered it quite well. It was a West Virginia story. Um, he he was he showed great remorse. I think I'm not 100 percent sure. I think he even cried in court. Oh, done that. Oh, your honors. I'm not sure he cried. George Costanza cried. I'm not sure he cried. But I know that he basically said, I am sorry. I made a mistake. Never should have done it. It was a horrible thing to do. 
And the judge said, okay, well, there's some remorse here. Okay, I'm going to, I'm going to, he, he got a very short period of time in prison. I want to, I can't remember, six months. I'm, I'd have to look it up. Um, but it was all an act. It was all, a, you know. Yeah, that, again, that's why I wish whoever the federal judge uh, is would say, uh, bring him back in here. Let's, let's talk to him some more. And yet, Bob, I will, uh, it's the other congressional district, not ours. Um, so I don't know who he's running against. I will bet you he does well. I don't think he can win. I don't think. I don't think. But he'll do well. He'll do well in West Virginia. Well, maybe I'll call him and ask him who wants to buy some advertising, Howard. <laughs> hey, that I'll take his money. <laughs> I just don't know if I want to talk to him. Um, I, I just and I know I'll get texts saying, you know, what's the matter? You're afraid to talk to me or disagree. There's just there are certain people that are beyond the pale for me. I just can't. It just it's hard to hard to do. I would have felt so much more towards that man if he'd have stuck to his guns the whole way. Say, look, you're throwing me in jail, but I'm not I'm not backing up. I don't think I did anything wrong, but this guy's a sniveling coward. Yeah, right. If, if he had uh, stood up on sentencing day and said, hey, I'm pleading guilty because I don't believe I can beat this because you can't beat the system. But, but, but I, I firmly believe what, not we sobbing. Did, what we did, we did was right. And I stood up for the for, for the, you know, the Patriots of America. Now, he probably would have gotten six years, not six months. Right. But, oh, well. Uh, anyways, if you'd like to buy a copy of the game, Storm the Capitol, um, <laughs> there is a link to it on Channel 7's website in the article about Storm the Capitol. Uh, it's 922, 22 after the hour here. Watchdog Morning Show underway. When deciding where to dine in the Ohio Valley, think first of the Highlands. With a full array of fast food choices for everyone in the family. Or drop in at the Olive Garden, Cheddar's, Bubba's Burgers, Bob Evans, Fusion, or Panera Bread. Whatever your family's in the mood for, you can find it just off I-70 at the top of the hill. The Highlands, dining, shopping, entertainment, and lodging. A serious injury from an accident can be just the start of your worries. What if you cannot return to work? How do you take care of your family if you're disabled? At Gellner Law Offices, we represent seriously injured people and understand their problem. We know how to get you fair compensation. We will work hard to make sure you get the money you deserve for your losses. Don't go it alone. If you're hurt in an accident, call us at 304-242-2900 or visit us at gellnerlaw.com. We'd like to help. Last year, they took on the NFL and beat the spread. This season, they plan on doing it again. If you want to cash in, tune in every Saturday morning from 8 to 9 for Good Old Boys on Sports with Bear and Bob here on the Watchdog Radio Network and the All Sports Saturday Morning. Good Old Boys is all we'll ever be. Information, interviews, debates, and discussion, plus an occasional rant. With Bob Slider behind the board, this is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. Hey, pal, I just want to say, you got to put your headphones on because I don't wear mine. <laughs> Bob was during the break. He's oh, I've got to get my headphones headphones on. Listen, I can't have you without headphones. I don't wear headphones, and uh, if neither one of us can hear what's going on, God help us. 
So you got to, we're okay. We're okay. 924, 24 after the hour. We're looking at 22 at the airport, 18 at the Highlands, 21 uh, in Elm Grove, and still 19 here? Yeah. No, we're having a heat wave, Howard. We're almost up to 21. We're Ooh, over 20. We're going to be uh, 21 degrees here at the Robinson, at the uh, Watchdog Radio Network Studios. <laughs> Only the second time I've made that mistake since I got back from uh, vacation. Uh, Brad mentioned this yesterday, but somebody sent me this and, and, and said, did you hear this or did you know this? When Brad was with us yesterday, he, he mentioned this at that big announcement yesterday with the uh, LG Nova announcing this, uh, what, what did uh, Brad call it? A brain farm that's coming to West Virginia. Um, there was one, one, one element missing, Bob. Do you remember what he said it was? I don't remember. Baby dog. Baby dog wasn't there. Baby dog wasn't there. And apparently, uh, Jim Justice uh, shared... The news, the guys from LG, you got to be going, you got to be kidding me, really? Um, baby dog couldn't attend because she had injured her leg. Oh, no. Yes. Governor Justice said that um, uh, baby dog, <laughs> he said, well, she's a big dog. And she jumped off a chair <laughs> and she hurt her leg when she... I don't want baby dog to be hurt. I'm not. No, laughing we at don't that. want that. It's just you know, <laughs> poor dog. She jumped off. Maybe she said, "I'm so sick and tired of sitting on this chair beside you at every event." Anyway, baby dog has injured her leg, therefore she was not able to be at that big LG announcement yesterday. But um, the governor, uh, because I guess he felt bad that the LG officials didn't get to meet baby dog. He gave them a picture of baby dog. <laughs> God bless us. God bless us, everyone. 926. Uh, I have said all this week, I wanted to take a minute or two, Bob, to talk about Bob Johnson, Eastern Ohio Congressman, who is now going to take over as the uh, president of Youngstown State University amidst more controversy than I can ever remember any college president appointment uh, being i think it's bill johnson what did i say i think you said bob but a lot of bobs around here it's we, we had too many bobs <laughs> bill johnson bill johnson you are correct and i i apologize for that uh yeah bill johnson um he is still getting attacked i mean the the, the faculty staff students alumni uh former college presidents have all said this is a dumb 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 choice Bill Johnson, a guy coming out, Bill, right? Thank you. Uh, coming out of a purely political background, no connection to academics at all, no background in academia, no background in group leadership, no background in anything other than, well, he, he had some other jobs, but basically he's just a politician, right wing politician. Um, and he was, without any public discussion about it, appointed the president of Youngstown State University. Uh, earlier this week, or late last week, actually, Leslie Cochran, who is a former Youngstown State University president, called for the Board of Trustees to rescind their offer. Call it back. Change your mind. Uh, and she also asked Bill Johnson to say, I won't take the job. I, no, no, I won't take the job. Uh, that ain't going to happen. I mean, they're, they're not going to change their mind. They made it clear. It was a five-to-one vote. Only one member of the board voted against him. Everybody else voted for him. On the other hand, of the five who voted, three were donors to his political campaign. One might just take note of that fact as, uh, uh, you know, I think there has some value in that. Uh, three of the trustees who voted for Johnson uh, were major donors to the congressman. They gave more than $70,000 to Johnson's political campaigns. And you recall this whole thing happened 
I want to say behind the scenes, um, there were no public announcements of who the candidates were. There was no public vetting. There was no, you know, normally, we've seen this at West Liberty and Community College and elsewhere. You, you normally get, get, get the list down to three or four. Then you say, these are the three, Bob Slider, Howard Monroe, uh, you know, Mark Delbrug and, uh, and, uh, and uh, Lola Miller are the candidates. And then they bring them into town and everybody gets a chance to talk to them and they want none of that. Nothing. Didn't do any of that. And I don't think this is over yet, Howard. Uh, now, if the student body, the faculty and the alumni stays together on this, they can just make his life just miserable where he could just say, I don't know if this is worth it. I mean, every day be faced with protests. People say, get out of here. You stink. Yeah. We hate you. I think, honestly, I think one of the re – so the second part of the story this week I wanted to talk about is when he had announced he was accepting the job at Youngstown State, uh, he was going to have to resign from Congress, which I think he was going to do in March. This week, Bill Johnson announced he was resigning in, from Congress in two weeks, January. I think it's the 21st, but later this month in January. You know what I think? What? I think he said, I need to get in here. I need to get, you know – the papers signed, contracts initiated, have an installation. I need to be the president because anything short of that, they could decide to throw me out. I think you're absolutely right, Howard. There's definitely motive behind it. But yet he got on the wrong side of his party. Now they have to bring somebody in because that vote is so important, right? Well, yes. So what he's done is, pardon my language, he screwed his own party. You don't want to do that. Because you remember the the Republicans in Congress only had a five-vote majority. They were the majority party, but only by five votes. Well, Kevin McCarthy quit. George Santos, they said, bye-bye, Georgie, you're done. And now Bill Johnson is retiring. Resigning, I guess I should say, not retiring. He's resigning. Now the five becomes two suddenly for at least a couple of months in the event that there is an issue that could be close democrats only have to bring two members of the republican party over to their side in order to win any given vote so from five to two and one of them is now bill johnson he was originally going to leave in March, and I heard this morning on ONN, Ohio News Network, which we carry for you here every hour, um, the, uh, the dates have been set. The primary is in March, because you have to have a primary. So the primary is in March, and then the general election won't be until, I think it's June. So there will not be, Bill Johnson's seat will not be filled until at least June. So that's... You know, I don't know what the date is on the other two filling their seats, but Johnson, that seat's going to sit empty. So, yeah, he screwed his own party. And I don't think he's out of the woods yet. Again, I, I know he's got a lot of backing, and it looks like he is going to take over. But like I said, the student body, the faculty, the alumni, if they stay together as one, he's going to have big-time problems. I have not heard a single person. And I am perfectly willing to be corrected. If, if, if you can give me a, a, a somebody else, text me, please, 304-214-1600, 304-214-1600. If, I don't believe I've heard a single person other than the members of the faculty, uh, I'm sorry, not the faculty, the members of the Board of Trustees who voted for him, I have not heard one single person say, this is a good idea. Everybody who has spoken up has said, it's a bad idea. 
faculty, staff, alumni, former presidents, uh, actually a couple of former, um, I mean, it's not a big deal. Al Bundy, he got an honorary degree. He's giving back his honorary degree. I mean, everybody says it's, a, it's, a, it's just a plain bad idea, period, end of sentence. Um, I haven't heard anybody support it. Now, you've got the trustees in power, and they have the overwhelming number of trustees are supporting him. So I don't think you'll see them changing their mind. But as you said, Bob, you have to wonder how long can they put up with the opposition? I mean, if, if, the, if the faculty and the students, and I hate to say make his life miserable, but I don't know. If the faculty, the students, the administration, the alumni. Donors. The, uh, that's the next word out of my mouth. The donors say, wait a minute. No, this isn't. No, no. This not, isn't. We're not going to take this. It, it was the, and I hate to use this phrase, good old boys, but <laughs> it, it really is. You know, you, you put him in there because uh, you set him up because he's your friend. Yeah. And um, it's just, it's a, it's a mess. Um, so anyways, uh, stories of this week, which I've been meaning to talk about all week long, <laughs> I finally want to get around to it today. Number one, yet another former president of the university says, get him out of there. And by resigning early, and I, I, I'm serious, I firmly believe he, he felt, I better get this, I can't wait till March. March is too much time for trouble to occur. If I get in there early, maybe it will help. You I know, don't think I, it's going to help. I got to get the contract signed. I got to have a big installation ceremony where they wave the scepter and I put on the robe. And, you know, once I'm like really the president, it'll be harder for them to change, change their mind. So, um, I, but I don't know. I, I'm just, I'm not comfortable that there can be, I'm not confident uh, there can be uh, any changes. 9.34, 26 till the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Sticking with politics coming up, Bob, i got a couple of RFK Jr. stories, including, hey, he's coming to West Virginia. He's winning you over, Howard, I can tell. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> but he may be winning some people over. We'll talk about that coming up next here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Good Friday morning, everyone. I'm Taylor Long with your 7 News headlines on this January the 5th. Multiple state and federal departments, including the Auditor of Ohio's Special Investigations Unit, conducted a search warrant at Eastern Gateway Community College yesterday in Steubenville. Our sister station in Youngstown reports the search pertains to ongoing investigations concerning the campus, but is separate from the August indictments against former administrators at the college. Yesterday in Washington, the International Trade Commission discussed a case brought by Cleveland Cliffs regarding manufacturing in Weirton. Local union leader Mark Liptis testified about the impact of tin mill imports from countries like China, Germany, and Canada on American manufacturing. He highlighted the practice of price dumping where goods are sold below market value, which he says has led to the layoff of 300 workers in Weirton since mid-2022. Senator Joe Manchin noted that these imports equate to several months of production at the Cleveland Cliffs plant. West Virginia Senator Shelley Moore Capito, Ohio Senator Sherrod Brown, and Congressman Johnson also spoke on Cleveland Cliff's behalf. They call the anti-dumping case not just a matter of protecting American industry, but a national security issue as well, with the tin produced by Cleveland Cliff's being used in canned food products. Ohio Governor Mike DeWine announced a special election date for the 6th Congressional District to fill the district's upcoming vacancy held by Congressman Bill Johnson. The election schedule will include a partisan primary occurring on March 19th and the general election occurring on June 11th of this year. Representative Johnson communicated with the governor his resignation effective at the end of the day on January 21st. The formal communication of the resignation allows the governor to call the special election and issue a writ of election. 
And last Friday, a vehicle search was conducted by detectives from the Belmont County Sheriff's Office. They discovered narcotics, including fentanyl, crack cocaine, other paraphernalia, and a handgun. But a more detailed search uncovered a bag of antique coins totaling over a half million dollars. All the details can be found at WTRF.com. That was a look at your headlines. Have a fantastic Friday and a wonderful weekend. I'm Taylor Long, working for you. Hey, all you Wheeling Central fans, the Fahey Levitt Agency is just like you. They support the Knights, too. They are also proud to live in Wheeling, where they help families like yours with auto, home, business, farm, life, and retirement. Don't drop the ball. Get the professional coaching you need to win at life. Give the Fahey Levitt Agency a call today at 304-242-8840. And go Knights! My name is Mike Campsey. I am an interventional cardiologist and the chief of cardiology at Wheeling Hospital. I think the value of HVI in this region is tremendous. We offer such a wide spectrum of services from prevention to intervention. We're gonna get the patient in as quickly as possible. That's the most tremendous benefit to the patients in this region is we, we're here 24 seven. We're available to see somebody. Why? Just think about it. Why is the number one selling brand of chainsaws not sold at Lowe's or the Home Depot? We can give you over 10,000 reasons. That's how many authorized local steel dealers you can find across the country. Visit one and you'll find a range of dependable gas and battery powered tools from trimmers to blowers. And you'll find service from experienced professionals. Real steel. Find yours at steelusa.com. Lowe's and Home Depot are trademarks of their respective companies. He has his say, you can have yours. Text us or call us and join the conversation. This is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe, brought to you by WVU Medicine. Who loves you, baby? Got a lollipop in there, pal. There's <laughs> one something in my office. I'll get you one there, Kojak. Do my Telly Savalas invitate. Who loves you, baby? I love that show. Did you like that show? You know what? Never grabbed me. No. Really? Oh, I love Telly Savalas. Who loves you, baby? Nine thirty-eight twenty-two till the hour here on the uh, Watchdog Morning Show. Uh, next week's a, a busy week in West Virginia as far as West Virginia news, and we'll cover it all for you here. Uh, Monday is the beginning of the filing. For uh, offices, you know, we have now been spending, what, six, eight months talking about the race for the U.S. Senate and Jim Justice and uh, Alex Mooney and uh, Zach Shrewsbury and so on and so forth. And we've talked about the race for the governorship with the candidates who are running there and and the Congress. Truth of the matter is, nobody's running for anything until Monday. And we started the show off. Uh, you broke the news that Elgin McCardle uh, resigned from the Republican Party state chairman. Right. And with the with the thought that maybe because of the deadline, uh, she is going to throw her hat into a ring. Statewide, Howard, what I mean, what what is out there that you would if we would don't know. T- I, and I'm and that is partly my speculation. I'm reading between the lines of the uh, Jocelyn King story in the Intel today. Um, but uh, Republican Party Chair Elgin McCarter will officially inform party officials today she is stepping down from the job. Uh, McCardle says she'll remain chair until her successor is selected. She will announce her future plans following the adjournment of the meeting. So future plans tells me she's going to do something. And I don't, 
I have no zip zero zilch yet nine nihil inside information, but but logic tells me the timing of this as Monday becomes filing day that it's quite possible she's going to file for something. I I wouldn't know what she's interested in running for. Um, I, I don't know. She she says that she will show up and and uh, file petitions as a um, what's the word I'm looking for uh, an, an elector for Donald Trump. Uh, on Monday, uh, and maybe not. I mean, maybe she's not going to do anything else. I don't. I, I'm don't, certainly. I'm not speaking for. Her. I'm just telling you. I I think that that's a possibility. Um, so what will she do? I just I don't know. But she's stepping down as Republican Party chairman. So beginning Monday, now again, up until today, all the conversations you and I have had the last six months have just been guesswork. Because there, right now, this very minute, there are no candidates for any offices. So, what is the conflict, Howard? You can't hold that uh, chairman position and hold any other office. I don't know if that's part of the, uh, it, it. It would be a Republican Party rule, uh, and I don't know <laughs> Republican Party, you know, the party rules. So, um, I don't know. Uh, she may see it as a conflict of interest if she is going to run for something else. Um, I just don't. I I don't know. I, I, I you know I, I only I only know what I read in the paper, and um, I appreciate uh, the folks from the Intel getting this information out. So uh, we shall see. But Monday, uh, Mac Warner is going to join us now. Uh, as a, after Monday, Mac won't be with us as often. And you know why? He becomes a candidate. He becomes an official candidate. Mac Warner comes on frequently as Secretary of State, and I'm happy to have him on. And I've talked to he and his staff about it when he's on. I will occasionally. I have occasionally brought him on to talk about his run for governor, as I've offered every candidate the chance to do. Um, but but I've got to be more careful starting Monday. Um, so he's coming on Monday to talk about the filing deadline and people what people need to do to file and so on. It's a good news story. Um, so he'll be with us, and then we'll see what happens. I'm going to assume that most of the most of the announced candidates will. Probably go in and file pretty quickly, uh, early on. So that'll be a big day, and I'm anticipating maybe a text or two, Howard, suggesting that you're sucking up to Mac. He's been on quite a bit lately, you know, because maybe he'll be the next governor of West Virginia. Well, let me be clear. <laughs> um, of the Republicans, and I said this on the statewide uh, show after the big debate uh, on Metro News, I thought Mac Warner did the best of the Republicans. Now, listen, I'm not saying I'm a Republican. I ain't going to vote for him. I'll vote, you know. But of the Republicans, I thought Mac was the most gubernatorial. Right up, right up until he said the CIA stole the election. And, and I like Mac. I have a lot of respect for Mac. But I'd like to ask him this, Howard. What would you call the folks on January 6th, three years ago? Do you see any good in that at all, Mr. Warner, Mr. Secretary? You know, explain your feelings on what happened three years ago. Well, he firmly believes the election was stolen. I mean, I, I mean, he, of course, he said it during that debate. He has said it before. He's been part of the, uh, right after the election, after the um, uh, insurrection, I guess, uh, he, he was part of the Stop the Steal rally. And I don't mean U.S. Steel, 
know, wheeling Pittsburgh steel. I mean, stop the steel rally. But but when I think of Mac Howard, I think of military, and and I think Mac would say that was nonsense, absolutely not. They had no business. But you know what? You know, I just don't know. I gotta think. I gotta think about that again because I'm I'm starting to get careful now. Once Monday comes, I'm gonna be more careful about how I handle these candidates. Um, that may be a fair question to ask him. You know, all right. We know you believe the election was stolen, but do you believe that it was right for those folks to attack the Capitol? I think that's a fair question. I, I think you're right. I, I'll try to remember to do that. So Mac is here on Monday, and then, as you said, probably Tuesday. I heck, no, it's possible Monday morning before we're done, we will see a lot of filings. Actually, Mac is going to join us. Mac is going to go file at 8:30 for his own candidacy, then come directly from that to this show. Uh, at 8.40 to come on and, and talk about his Not Hoppy, us. Us. He's going to be with us. Right. So he's going to file at 8.30, and then he'll walk across the the uh, the, uh, the hallway and uh, and be with us. Uh, it's entirely possible that by, by before 10, we might have a bunch of candidates who have already made their filings. Uh, if not, I think Tuesday will be a very busy day talking about uh, all the candidates who have chosen to file. And, you know, there's something, you know, I tell you the big one I'm waiting for. We talked, we just talked to him a week or so ago. What's Glenn Elliott going to do? You know, Mr. Mayor, ticky-tocky, ticky-tocky. I mean, that you don't have a whole much long. You have January 8th through the 21st, I think it is. Starts Monday. you got two or three weeks, but it's a limited period of time to file. Is that normally how it goes, Howard? Once they open up the office on Monday, whatever the first day of filing you is, usually, see the usually people, bombarded. The people who know that they're running, they've already announced, they'll they'll come down and do it. I remember my daughter-in-law when she ran for Congress. She and Teddy went down, actually. They went to Charleston, were right there first day, got in, got their paperwork filed and so on. Now, those, so, yeah, you'll. that's why I said it's possible by 10 o'clock. And you don't have to do it in person, I don't think. You can do it electronically or by mail so it's it's conceivable by 10 o'clock on monday we'll have some of these people i don't expect any surprises on monday but some of the people who have been talking about senator uh you know governor justice and alex mooney and uh, you know mac and uh, more capital some of these folks may again i know mac because i he, i've been told he's going to file 8 30 in the morning uh some of those folks may file the the ones that i'm curious about maybe a little bit later in the week also, next week, we begin the uh, legislative session. Um, and as we talked with uh, Brad yesterday, we talked with Ryan Weld earlier this week. I asked, what do you think's coming up? And the answer was, I don't know. But when nothing is, when there's nothing big planned, something's going to happen. <laughs> Any chance the reality hits uh, uh, Alex Mooney right between the eyes and he says, you know what, I'm, I'm just not going to do this. I'm going to try to hold on to my seat in Congress. As recently as yesterday, he was telling, I think it was Metro News, but there was a story just yesterday where he continues to say, no, I will win this election. Um, I, and I, I guess you can change your file. He couldn't beat Baby Dog. Well, I'm not sure Jim Justice could beat Baby Dog. You know, if, if it was if it was Baby Dog or JJ, I think Baby Dog would win. Um, I still contend. And I don't want to give him advice. Uh, I think Alex Mooney's smart move. The smart move is to say I can't beat Jim Justice. Donald Trump, my guy, says Mooney. Is for the other guy. I I, I can't. This is just not going to work. Let me go back to my congressional seat where I have already been elected, uh, I think I can get back in there again and I'll be comfortable. If I were he, that's what I would do. And I don't. That's I, his only move. 
yes, because otherwise I just firmly believe he's out of out of office. And I know he says over and over again, again, as recently as yesterday, I will win this election. He's 30 points behind. And there's not been any change in those numbers. None. Uh, the approval rating for justice, 70 percent approval rating, whether you like him or not. And I sometimes wonder how in the hell can a guy with three hundred million dollars plus in debt have a 70 percent approval? But he's got a 70 percent approval rating. It would be it would sound the exact same if you said, I guarantee I'm going to win the Powerball. Really? <laughs> you, you think so? No, I don't think they will. it's going to work out that way. Anything is possible. Okay, but if you're that's playing, why I play Howard. Yeah. So, well, I, that's I guess Mooney is playing the Powerball, I suppose. But to, to your question, is it will he make a decision by Monday to not do that? As recently as just yesterday, he said nope. He was gonna he's, he's gonna beat justice. He, he could save face, maybe lie a little bit, say I got an important phone call from former President Donald Trump, who will be president again. Ooh, good thinking. He asked me to stay where I'm at. Because he needs my help in Congress. That would be the only way he could probably get around. Except J.J. might then call Trump and Trump would go, <laughs> what? <laughs> Who? Who? <laughs> and the next thing you know, he's out there. Bla- that, you know, honestly, that has to be the hardest thing for, for, for Mooney. Mooney truly felt that he was the Trump guy in this state. And here comes J.J. supporting his opponent. Anyway, my point was a long time ago. A lot of stuff happening in the state next week. We'll begin to get a much better picture of who's. And by the way, the local races as well. Filing. It's not at the state level, but it's at the local level. We'll get the filing for, uh, you know, mayor and council and all that kind of stuff, too. So um, it's going to be interesting next week. We'll find out who's running for what. We'll begin to find out who's running for what. Uh, the uh, the uh, uh, legislative session will get underway and we'll get a sense of what may be focused on, may not be focused on. J.J.'s State of the Union speech it will be Wednesday. And I, Stephen had a piece. Stephen Adams had a piece yesterday in the Intel. Um, JJ is not saying anything about what he's going to talk about, but he says, "Wow, you'd be, be you'd be tuned in. There's going to be some surprises. Uh, maybe Shazam. Maybe he's going to show Baby Dog's butt again. I don't know. Anyway, so busy week next week. That's all I'm trying to tell you. It's ten till the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Hey there, Dave Weekly here, your host from Metro News Hotline. Get ready for an epic journey every weekday from 3 to 6 p.m. We've got all the excitement you need from sports to tech, music, pop culture, and everything in between. Join Coop and I as we bring you engaging discussions, captivating interviews, fun games, and the latest sports and entertainment headlines that will keep you hooked. Metro News Hotline is your go-to source for sports, news, entertainment, and most importantly, fun. Tune in weekdays from 3 to 6 on Metro News and WVMetroNews.com. We know you work hard every day. How about a change of pace in your normal routine? Let Jill's Gentleman's Club take you away from the reality of the real world for a few hours. Stop by after work or on the weekend and let the gorgeous dancers at Jill's strip away your troubles and worries. There's no better way to relax than sipping on a cold beverage while enjoying the stage show of one of the many house dancers at Jill's. And Jill's is the perfect place for that bachelor or divorce party. For a great read, check out Jill's blogs on jillsatclassact.com. Like us on Facebook, too. Located off I-70, exit 11, Dallas Pike. The timeless sounds of polka live here. Join us 9 to 11 a.m. on Sundays for the Polka Showcase with Rich Biella. Sunday mornings never sounded so good. Spend your summer mornings with us. News, information, conversation, controversy, and fun. The Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. Brought to you by WVU Medicine. 
are taking care of business here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Um, note from Fred Persinger. We were talking about the State of the State speech. Um, now I got to look and see. Do we have uh, ball games next week? Do you know? I don't know right off. I don't have a schedule. Uh, State of the State speech is Wednesday night next week, and Metro News will be providing a live coverage of the State of the State speech if we are not committed to a WVU game and or a Central game then we'll have that live coverage for you. I have to double-check our schedule to see if we can carry it or not. But uh, the governor's State of the State address will be carried by Metro News. So uh, if we don't carry it, you can catch it at Uh, (laughs) wvmetronews.com. I love Fred's comments here. He says, uh, uh, we're we're allowing one hour for the speech because it is normally one hour. On the other hand, Governor Justice isn't always on time, so we'll see to see how we uh, see how it goes. Watchdog Morning Show here on a uh, 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 Friday morning, about seven before the hour, um, here at uh, AM 1600, AM 1370, FM 98.1, and FM 97.7. Is that Brenda? It's Brenda. It is Brenda Danehart, the Big Seven, WTRF TV. Good morning, Brenda. Morning, Howard. How are you? Let me check. All my parts are in place. I'm feeling pretty good. <laughs> Oh shoot! Oh, that's good. I'm it's, glad it's it's Friday, almost done. I'm almost done for the day, so that's well. You sure are. You've got you've got like ninety percent of your day done. Pretty much, pretty much out of here. Uh, it's been a good morning. Uh, we had uh, people bring us food this morning. I love it when our listeners bring us food. How come you get food? We don't get food too. We did over the holidays. We got some homemade cookies and things. So I shouldn't say we never get food, but we don't get much. Uh, I got, <laughs> people I got, forget I got, about us here. You got donuts. I got uh, I got uh, a nice uh, 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 sausage ba- uh, breakfast sandwich here this morning. Uh, one, oh, yeah. One of our listeners. Goodness. One of our listeners brought uh, hot chocolate. I love hot chocolate. So it's been, you know, it's a good. It's Friday and they're feeding me. My God, Brenda, what? And and you know what's even better? I get a paycheck at the end of the day for that. Yeah, you you actually get paid for what you do. I'll be doggone. That's exactly, exactly right. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. We got a decent day today. You know, sometimes Fridays tend to be yep. a little less busy than other days with people not having actual things going on. But we have um, that big presser at uh, the Weirton City Building this morning. It's going to be like a real short little meeting, but they're going to um, talk about a letter that they sent to the DOH on the Market Street Bridge conditions. So oh, okay. there's going to be quite a few of the the bigger, uh, you know, Ryan Weld will be there, Senator Weld will be there, and just uh, the BHJ representative. Representatives and city council, and just on and on, you know, talking about, I guess, maybe some of their plans and and their unhappiness that they didn't, you know, see this coming, um, that type of thing. So we'll hear more about that. Colin is there. Colin's also hopefully going to catch up with Mark Galiptis today. Um, he's back from Washington and testifying before the ITC. Still here. Yeah. Yeah, so that would be interesting to see his take on, you know, everybody who actually um, testified. Um, we're going to have a short piece. Um, the, the Father Jim O'Brien's memorial service is today at 11. I loved him. He was a great guy. I, I really Yeah, I talked to Kelly Klubert at Wheeling um, University, and she just um, had such wonderful things to say about him. And so that will be um, a story on um, the memorial service. Uh-huh. Um, and what else is I going to tell you? There, oh, I know. We're going to Cambridge today. Um, Jake McGlumphy is going to Cambridge where they're going to give out a superintendent citation for someone who saved a suspect from a, something in the river in Washington County, Ohio. Huh. don't know exactly, but um, it's um, 
Um, he he uh, really served the community well, so he gets a, a nice citation today for um, from the uh, superintendent. So that's kind of a cool story, so we're going there as well. And then lastly, the weather. Everybody's talking about the weather, and you probably already talked to Adam about that, but um, that is what's on everyone's minds for tomorrow. And I guess the start time for just some rain and slush and stuff is like 8, 8, 11, somewhere in the morning, and then should be out by maybe 5, 6 o'clock tomorrow, uh, you know, early evening. So that's good news. I've been trying to track, uh, you know, uh, Zach and Adam and everybody and some of the social media posts they have, and I don't think they know what's going on either. I mean... (laughs) No, the models were really weird this time. They were explaining to me. They probably explained that to you, too. You know, one model was saying early on 3 to 6. Now it looks like most... People and most models are settling on at least two, maybe. Mm-hmm. But again, it depends on you know the temperatures and how much rain we get first. You know whether we get the actual two or not. But um, at least there'll be some snow on the ground. I guess they feel confident in saying at least there'll be yeah, some snow I, on the ground. If if I'm reading things correctly, and I may not be, I openly admit that. And I, again, t- things can change. This will probably be the first actual. Noticeable snow we'll have? Yeah, yeah. that's a good way of saying it. Yeah, accumulating snow, noticeable snow. Um, You know, we had that on the grass um, the other day or whatever that was last week. It was really pretty but caused absolutely no problems at all. This may cause a few slick spots, um, you know, especially if if we get more rain and then it freezes. Yeah. Um, you know, could have some slick spots. The good thing is it's Saturday. The kids aren't in, you know, going to school. And if people don't need to go out, then maybe they just stay in and watch and see what happens. You know, I do. I understand. Looking here, my producer, Bob Slider, has to come into work tomorrow. But, um, you know, Saturday to me, it's fun. It, if the snow comes down on a Saturday, I get up and I just look outside and I turn the fireplace on and I get a mm-hmm. book and I'm like, okay, this is good. This is, <laughs> this is okay on a Saturday. Yeah, yeah, you can just kind of kick back. We're gonna, we have to take our tree down yet. Everything else is down, but the tree we left it up just to enjoy a few more days. So we're gonna take the tree down, and then of course the Steelers are on at uh, 4:30 on WTRF ABC Ohio Valley. So we'll be watching the Steeler game, and it'll be just kind of a nice kickback day. Yeah, we still have the tree up, and uh, my grandson Teddy yesterday said, "Granddad, I thought you were gonna take the tree down." It's like, okay, <laughs> all right. <laughs> you said, Teddy, can you help? <laughs> yeah, Teddy, will you, will you help? So that yeah, could, will you help? Yeah. That could be a project there. All right, Brenda, people can check things out at noon, to, at, uh, at noon 5, 6, 10, 11, 5.30, the region-wide show, and, of course, uh, always at WTF.com and uh, with the smartphone, uh, Storm Tracker 7 app and the news app. Bob, how come I couldn't say that right? I usually get that out. You're cold, Howard. I think it's because I'm cold in here. (laughs) It is cold. I bet it's cold in, is it cold in your studio? It's freezing in here, Brenda. I wish I had a parka. Get some more hot chocolate. That's what I need. Hey, have yourself a great weekend. It's been good talking to you this week. Is Bob back next week? Do we know? Bob's not back until Tuesday. Okay. All right. Well, talk to you Monday. I'll talk to you on Monday. Sounds good. Have Have a a good weekend. weekend. All right. Thanks a lot. Mr. Slider, have yourself a good weekend. I hope you feel better, pal. It's been a rough week for you, but uh, uh, we'll get together again on Monday morning and Take another stab at this. Let's do it. Taking care of business. From ABC News.